0: Hi, this is Hunter from the Watchmen Podcast. Now, it's not a podcast about the comic book, but I thought it was a clever play on words. Twice a week, you can pull up a chair and join the conversation with myself and a group of friends as we each pick a different movie or TV show of personal and cultural interest. After we're done with the review, stick around as we rank each one and assign it a snack. What makes The Dark Knight a cheese it and near the top of the list? You'll have to listen to find out. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so feel free to give us a try.
1: What's up, everybody? It's Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, the 90s, and sometimes... Sometimes from the early 2000s. And today, again, as we've been doing, uh, is also from the early 2000s. But uh, the voice you are hearing right now, as horrible as it sounds, is myself, Tommy, the Iceman. It's stupid. The Iceman cometh. Bullshit.
0: Say, I better change the Iceman and
1: fuck yourself garbage I nice to see you i fucking hated it and the person you're also hearing whose voice is equally as bad is uh johnny the junk man junk man today here's johnny junk I feel like i'm taking crazy pills Ever see a guy say goodbye to a shoe junk 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 here's johnny. i'm back baby that's right yeah um, uh I've gotten a reputation at work for I have to call things out over a, a loudspeaker sometimes so if we need to have, like, uh, meetings and stuff. So now I'm, I'm, I'm... You know what you are? You're an MC.
0: Oh a Master God. of
1: Ceremonies. <gasps> mm, new drop name? Oh, God. <laughs> it's just gonna be... You gotta have, it like, something to the Beastie Boys again. Uh, young MC. M- Mix Master Mike? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I loved him, by the way. He's great. Yeah. Uh, does he still do stuff? I oh, don't know. Rip. <laughs> yeah. I actually during a break I'm gonna look that up because I, I'm curious because he was at one point considered like one of the best um, mix masters of all time. What do you? Oh, you
0: definitely. Well, I have something on my phone. Oh. I was doing some uh, some math in my head and then I had to end up typing it out. Guess how many different anthology shows you and me have talked about? You can name them off if you want, but I don't think you're gonna be able to guess how many we've done. Thirteen. More. Fifteen. More.
1: It sounds, this sounds sexual. We have definitely listeners who are like, yeah, I keep saying that. Uh, 21. More. No way.
0: Yeah. Uh, 26. No, it's 22. 22. Yeah. Oh, that was a funny age for me. You think you can guess any, like, all of them? No. Uh,
1: I mean, I have the list in front of me, so okay. it, would be, it would be cheating. You son of a bitch. Yeah. I, I just keep, I mean, you started as the paper note person. I started more professional with all the... Uh,
0: the problem with the paper notes is they just added up too quick.
1: Yes, yeah, see, I have this whole huge folder. Wow, there is a ton of them.
0: Um, well, yeah, we. Done... Any
1: thoughts on what we should? We should do another
0: theme December. No, I would think
1: um, uh, uh, Dark room December.
0: We could do Dark Room December, but here's the problem: is that we were just coming out of a month of just doing night visions. Yeah, but I'd if... like to do some other stuff that we choose because I have an idea for series number twenty three. Really? Yeah, Twisted Tales. It came out only in Australia, and the episode that I'm talking about has Jeffrey Rush in it. Uh, oh, sweet! Yeah, he's a he's an actor. He's a person. I mean, yeah, it's not Jane Doe. Very nice.
1: Um, yeah, it's been a while since we've done, um, an Amazing Stories as well, too. Yeah, true. Um, but we should get, um, I was, I was thinking if we could do Christmas-themed episodes. We
0: can, but this way we won't be tethered to just doing one series. Yeah, no, no, that's what I meant. It's like, a, a theme is in, like... Yeah, let's do uh let's do some some themed episodes. What was
1: that first Christmas one we did when, when the wife domed the, all through the house. Yeah. That is that is such a good one. Yeah. It would really almost hard. be worth revisit. like I I think at this point we could revisit some stuff too.
0: I think there's some other episodes we can probably dig up that have some Santa Claus shit in it. Yeah. Um Santa Claus, either very lovable mm-hmm. or very terrifying.
1: Just like clowns. Yeah. He's the he's the um exclusive Kind of like m- member of that group, or you know, there's tons of clowns, but there's only
0: one Santa Claus, and he's scary. Could, well, yeah. he's mostly scary in the malls, I think. Mm.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I have. A, oh my god. I have a great uh, picture to show you someday of um, me sitting on the, the the lap of a mall Santa, and
0: and he's I, I look normal. Totally and, erect.
1: No, probably yes, but his face is insane. No, yeah, I'll show it to you. I'll show he has like a dick. huge scar on his face. And yeah. No, no, he just his eyes are like, like I clearly like probably be pissed on him or something like no, that. No, it's
0: probably a pedophile. Yeah. Probably little Tommy's getting him off. Little Tommy? You know, we're talking about him, me or my little Tommy? That's what I call it. I
1: call my dick a little Tommy. Uh, Again, Tommy. Tommy the fourth. Uh,
0: we love you. Don't go, worry. Go to bed. It's going to be big. Um... So, one of the things we also haven't done recently is uh, picks of the week. Do you want to do some pick pick picks of the week? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, go ahead and, uh, if you have one ready, I think you might. I do. Um,
1: I, it was a book, was a graphic novel I was recently giving, given, given and um, I actually was going to ask you off air, but I forgot to, but how do you pronounce his last name? Stalenhag? 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 Um, but it's this amazing um, graphic novel called The Electric State um simon stylin or stylin he's got a stylin hog <laughs> damn what a great name but it's a it's a dystopian book um i don't want to give too much away uh it was a present like i said but it's absolutely gorgeous um and john had actually had recommended for one of his picks of the week recently it was um the tv series that this man has also been involved with
0: tales from the loop it's an yeah. anthology show based on his guy's artwork
1: yeah so. and and it's just stunning stuff it's beautiful i i can't i can't recommend it's it it's a enough.
0: combination of like mixing like contemporary america with some type of weird future like robots interacting and it, stuff it, like that yeah exactly no it, it it's super super
1: good so that's my pick of the week
0: very nice um, but what about you? What do you got? Hmm. I guess uh, I've been doing a lot of writing, so I guess that's not going to be a thing. So one of the things i rewatched re-watched recently is I re-watched all the Dave Chappelle shows on oh, Netflix. Oh, I was going to do that. I hadn't watched them for like 18 years. Still aged very well. Yeah. I realized the, the episodes that I like the best is when he's doing a sketch and he plays himself. Oh, yeah. It's the best because oh, yeah. it blurs a line between reality and fiction and makes it seem so much crazier.
1: I used to watch that. Uh, like what we would get the DVDs mm-hmm. and we'd watch like the outtakes and deleted scenes like, yeah, yeah. on loop cuz we'd already watched each episode like 15 times totally um and they're they're so good i, I love the the um when they have the player here's ball yeah and they have the asian uh the japanese guy
0: yeah fuck you
1: yeah and his outtakes like cuz he really doesn't speak much english it's really really funny
0: so yeah that's going to be my pick, pick of, of the week, week. <laughs> Very right. nice. Very nice. All right, so speaking of this week... Yeah, uh, we're may- doing our special feature this month. We're yeah. doing... Ni- Night Visions November. <laughs> I wonder if we can find a Thanksgiving-themed one. Maybe we can. Um, I don't know. Actually, I've looked at a lot of these. I don't think there's anything that can be construed as even slightly Thanksgiving-ish, but... I don't think I'm doing any
1: for th- anything for Thanksgiving this year. No? No. Not
0: even going to make yourself a sad turkey sandwich?
1: Oh, I will. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway, we're doing, uh, like I said, Night Visions November. November. Uh, And we're doing an episode that you picked out again called Rest Stop. And the second part is Afterlife. This is season one, episode five. This aired on the 2nd of August, 2001. Wow. I think I know exactly where I was on this exact day. Really? I was at hockey camp at the University of New Hampshire. Even though I was, a, I was still an eighth grader. Uh huh. And I remember because my friend came to visit. and We went to hockey camp together.
0: You're like, mom, dad, I want to watch Night Visions.
1: Yeah. No, I no, no I didn't remember watching it. <coughs> but I just
0: remember I, this date rings a bell for you be pretty hard. Hockey camp. Yeah. What you? What was? Uh, did you guys learn how to fight and scrap? Throw some. Oh, uh, uh, there
1: was some fightings. Yeah, we. we um, it was at the, I guess in the University of New Hampshire, which is actually a pretty big hockey program. We, we weren't playing for them, but it was like... The- trying to say you're a big deal. No, actually, the coach came up to me. <laughs> like even, He was there for like one day, and uh, at the final last game, I scored like five goals. Uh-huh. And the coach came up to me. He was just watching, and he just gave me a fist bump, and I was like,
0: all right. He had the eyes of a weird mall Santa. He yeah. wanted you to climb on his lap. <laughs> I
1: knew I recognized that man. He could be, actually. When- um, <laughs> But uh, anyway, but before we get started in this one drinking you game game rules. drinking game rules you want to start?
0: So, yeah, we're going to start with the first one. It's uh, called Rest Stop, and uh, I got a couple uh, drinking game rules here. Every time the, they exchange a knowing glance, uh, take a drink. There's a lot of that. Oh, God. Um, every time they recycle the theme song of the show, take a drink, because the theme song is playing on a fucking fat loop this whole episode. And then every time the kids act spoiled or entitled. Wow,
1: that's I don't think I even need to add any. The only one I'm going to add then is um when you hear two 90s songs. Okay. So, drink for every 90 song. And there's two of them that are like legit, not like like stock foot like uh, what do you call it? Um royalty free, royalty free. Yeah, there's a Wilco song. And so, then
0: oh fuck, what's the other one? Rub Zombie. Yeah. yeah. Um Unless th- there's a third one, I don't think so. There No, there's only two. Okay. There's just two. So that's my actually my very first note of this episode is the music is terrible. That's a song by Wilco.
1: Yeah, I've never been into Wilco. I Me remember, either. I remember kids like friends I grew up with like really into to Wilco and in these bands. I feel like people who are into it are way into it. Yeah. You, you know, another band, I'm sorry to go up for one second, but another band I've never liked
0: is like Spoon? Spoon. Yeah. And, and Ween. Ween is completely different from those other bands. No, but but it's
1: one of those bands that like. You still get it. At least with Ween, I'm like, I it's like I always said, like I'm like, okay, I get why, why this would be appealing. It just doesn't appeal to me. That's and, fair. And I respect it. It's not like one of those things like where. I
0: will know, say you got to go see him live. It's much different than listening to him. Didn't was it then that did an episode of uh, SpongeBob? I don't know. I uh, I haven't watched SpongeBob for again about twenty years.
1: Well, it was about twenty years ago. Okay. Uh, Anyway, um, yeah, so th- those are our drinking game rules, and uh, you want to open us up to uh, what's start... How does our episode start, Johnny Boy? Well, it
0: starts with, uh, of course, uh, Mr. Henry Rollins. Oh, God. I think, uh, again, I I say this every week, I think
1: this is the least amount of words he says. <laughs> not, not the beginning, but the end and the beginning of the next one, and then the end of the next one. He's just like, hey,
0: cool episode. See <laughs> ya. Basically. Yeah, it seems like they make less and less sense as we go on. Yeah. Uh, But as far as this episode proper, this one stars Jerry O'Connell. Yes. Which I was saying uh, from Sliders. Yes. I love that show Sliders. It came out in the 90s. That was so fun. It was Mm. basically about this guy who had a machine that let him jump into string theory alternate universes. And he gets lost and trying to find his way back home with his friends. And they they get in some... uh, Hi Jinx, some adventures on the way back. It's a great show. What if we did that? What if this is us right now doing that? This is all a simulation? Yeah.
1: Well, that's fine. I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm looking it up right now, and um, the song is Nothing's Ever Gonna Stand in My Way by Wilco, and then Return of the, Ph- the Phantom Stranger, uh, Rob Zombie.
0: You know, I saw Rob Zombie live once. And I don't like him. No. The only reason I saw him was because my brother wanted to go to a corn and uh, it's a Rob Zombie concert. Ugh. Where was this? In the Oakland Coliseum. Oh, God. And it's cold, probably, too. Well, it was indoors, but yeah.
1: Coliseum? Yeah.
0: I mean, it's open, open top. Well, only on the ballpark. Then they have like the basketball Coliseum. You're talking about the Oracle? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Oracle. Yes. Where'd Before they- it was called Oracle.
1: Oh, it used to be the same, the same name. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. That's before my time living here. Sorry. Um, anyway, yeah. Well, uh, so so we,
0: it, this uh, this all starts out. Jerry O'Connell's walking down a road, and then a car full of teens pulls up. And you know the teen is? The Pink Power Ranger. No way, really? Yeah, that's Mary oh Jo Johnson. She was the Pink Ranger.
1: That's where I recognized her from. Yes,
0: that's where you recognized her um, from.
1: That's why I was getting some blood flowing down there, oh uh, um, but no, yeah, so it's these uh this this car full of entitled people, and
0: Sarah Chuck, Vicky, and Tim,
1: yeah, we were just talking before that in the, like one of the descriptions of this, they wrote down uh not Tim is just as Chuck is just other guy, Chuck, I thought was the brother in front, he's passenger, right, yeah. And they're driving the the rear passenger, the male passenger's car. <laughs> yeah,
0: for Which some reason. Which leads me to
1: think that he's probably had a couple of, you know. A couple of brewskis? A couple of brew dogs. Uh, well, you know, that makes sense because they have to pee so bad. Mm. So it starts out with, with, um, with her
0: being like, I have to pee so bad, pull over. And he's like, oh, she's going to piss on my seat. And then they see Jerry O'Connell hitchhiking. They're like, okay, we're going to pick this dude up. She's like, I'm going to pick this dude up. She like slams
1: on the brake and goes back and and picks him up. No one will ever look at me that way. And uh, they have the, okay, that's a drink. They have the most awkward stare after he's like, hey, what's up? Yeah, my, my truck, the something, something happened.
0: I love that he's, like, looking in the back of the car to with a dude who's in the back, like, fooling around with his girlfriend, and he's like, sick tattoo, bro. And the oh, yeah. tattoo's so shitty. It it's looks, like a tribal I, Japanese uh, character. Oh, my gosh. I
1: wish I had looked it up, just, like, like taking a screenshot and somehow find a way to, like... Well, he said it stands for powerful or some shit like that, right? Mm, yes. And, he's, and then he disses him. And he's like, yeah, let me know when that starts taking effect, okay? Yeah.
0: I'm like, dude, you just got picked up in the fucking middle of the forest chill out a little bit. Um, By the way, he also has so many layers on. You got to. It looks cold, doesn't it? Oh,
1: I, that's one of the things I wrote down was that the entire episode, it's like, I just felt like
0: chilly. Like I I was like putting the blankets back on when I was watching it. That's weird how that happens. I kind of experienced that from time to time too.
1: Yeah. No, no like, especially cause they, you, you know, you can tell it's like the Pacific Northwest where it. And it's definitely. I don't remember what they said. What time of year it was?
0: No, but it seems like winter. Everyone's wearing jackets and shit like that. And they're like, "Hey, nice jacket." Yeah. Um, so and, they stop at a rest stop, and uh, at the rest stop, it's popping. There's tons of crusty dude, hippies. I was like,
1: "What's happening here?" <laughs> and they just walk up and just like start touching everything. And Maybe it's because of, like of, like COVID and all that stuff, but like,
0: just no, it's the thought cool. of like
1: just walking up and like touching shit without like. In, like, without even asking, just being like, What do you got to hear? And, and they're insulting them too. They're like, This shit's garbage. Look at this, like, uh, dream catcher kind of thing. Uh, also, before they get there, uh, they do the classic, um, the, the they have the awkward, really awkward, like, long pause where, like, everyone's like looking at each other, like, Is he hitting on the girl that just picked him up? And then once he's sitting there after they talk about the tattoo thing, like he talked about. She does the classic uh, mirror adjust. Oh yeah, from the passenger, from the driver's seat, and
0: like just like I'm like, wait, how? That's not safe. What you just did right there. No, plus You're... it's like such a contrived thing to do. I've seen a million times. Have you ever done it? Done that to look at somebody? Yeah. No, I just turned my fucking head like a normal person. Exactly. But you know, maybe she's being responsible. She's like, you know what? Maybe you just keep... said it was dangerous. Well,
1: but maybe she's keeping her eyes forward.
0: Maybe. The thing that's not safe, though, is when they get to this place, they're, like, hanging out with all the hippies. Like, you can tell they smell bad. It reminds me of, like, they're, like, waiting for, like, a fish concert, bro. I hated these people. Yeah, I I mean, because when you see people who look like this, like, white people with dreads specifically, like, you're, like, come on, dude. Like, you look, like, filthy with those things on, like. I could not ever hook up with a girl who had dreads.
1: One, I I wrote that. So could you? It, no, I don't ever. Never. Know. Never. <sighs> what if her, like her her armpit hair was dreaded too? Oh my god! It'd probably or even like... down below. <laughs> um, I wrote down what what you know because it said uh, rest stop. Yeah. I wrote down more like rest in peace
0: stop. That's that's so brilliant. Yeah, it's uh, a great uh, turn of phrase there. Yep. Um, Nothing but the best. Yeah, that's
1: what they were. Short do. and spooky. I uh, I couldn't tell at first if it was like a, a buffet because like they before they zoomed in or like they got closer to see what they were. I'm like, are these people like barbecuing and having like food all together? Is <laughs> this a
0: community? Well, it's supposed to be a rest stop, but it's it's jumping. It's there's so many people there. Uh, but I guess they're all together, maybe. Well, that's what we're kind of like.
1: Sort of getting, like, the hints is that there is a little something going on because they have these lingering shots of, like, in, in conversations with these people. And, of course, our, like, preppy main characters are total fucking douchebags yeah. the entire time.
0: And they call, um... They're, like, rich because they're, like, look at these poor people. Like, like one of the hippies is, like, hey, nice, Jack. And he's, like, yeah, like, you could afford it. Yeah,
1: you can afford it. Um And they call they call the hitchhiker uh, curbside trash when they're, <laughs> when they're like you seem to be taking liking to what what do he say his name was his name is Andy Andy uh-huh and they're like you like this curbside trash guy like, I mean that's true there's nothing wrong with that though um it's about the value of your soul but then they're in the 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 I think I think it's a unisex bathroom I believe I think it is because at one point the women are in there and This one of the ladies that was one of the like let's say what like a vendor outside runs up and just touches her hair. Yeah, and and he's just like, your hair's so soft, and kind of like backs away and just takes off without saying anything.
0: Yeah, that's when you're like something's going on. That's that's rest in peace, rest in rest stop in peace, rest stop in peace, and Uh, peace. So they go in and pee, and then after they pee, they go back outside, and the car is missing, and so is all the hippies. So they stole their ride. Um, and then they try to make a call for help, and their cell phones don't work, of course. Uh, their emergency phone? Yeah, that's not a cell phone. It's no. an emergency phone. I only use it then.
1: Oh, they almost get into it with uh, with Andy, too. And, and he says, uh, I'm sorry... He goes, uh, we don't need to get all dude about this. Oh, right yeah. <laughs> he's like trying to break up the. the that's such a fucking early 2000 so that's, thing. So that's a drink.
0: Actually, a drink. It was, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, there, there's that creepy noise. Yeah. And then we got the brother, Chuck. He's like exploring in the bathroom and he finds in a stall, like a funnel. And then he gets funneled where basically someone takes it, shoves it down his throat and pours a mason jar full of liquid down into it. Like yeah. doing a beer bong.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's been a long time since I beer bonged.
0: I have a great picture of you doing a beer bong. From like three or four years ago, right? Yeah, it looks great. I'll send it to you.
1: That was at... Uh, I'll put it on Twitter. Big Sniffs. Yeah. Okay, do it. Well, yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. It's um, legal. Uh, but I loved... Um, the friends go to get help? Well, the, the friends, it's the guy, it's his car, and you she's... Sh- she is more upset, his girlfriend. She's well, really she, upset. She's like, what well, I mean, am he's going to walk around naked well, the she, entire time? All her clothes are in there. All her clothes are in there. And he doesn't give two shits. No, he doesn't. He's like, I was going to up, upgrade to the, what, what was the car? It was like a
0: Explorer or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I was like, man, they are really...
1: Making these characters so unlikable.
0: Well, those are the two characters who go out looking for someone to pick them up on the road, and they end up coming across a car that runs them off the road, and then they're chased through the forest with some Rob Zombie music. Yep. Also, did
1: you notice that he
0: he was eating a bag of nuts for like
1: the first three quarters of this episode before he he gets his comeuppance, basically. Uh huh. Uh, and and then at one point, um, he's Drinking water in the bathroom, Alright. Like right when this happens, and he's like basically putting his mouth like on the faucet. I don't know if you noticed that. Like,
0: yeah, I'm like you I might have, catch them in front of those gross gritty hippies.
1: Yeah, if I if I went in that place and saw those people there and like I'm putting my mouth against like those crappy rest up faucets, uh-huh. I would fucking just light myself on fire.
0: What if you had some dread hair in your mouth after you drink from a <sighs> faucet?
1: Do you know, we, I can't say their name, but we had a coworker who who um, had dreadlocks, and they were sort of losing their hair at the same time. Uh-huh. And I, like, went down uh, this hallway, and I, I found- I don't know
0: a, what I'm about to hear right I now. I found
1: a dreadlock just sitting in the middle of the hall, because it had fallen out.
0: Oh, my God. And uh,
1: remember, I can say his name, because he's long gone, but remember Oscar? Mm-hmm. He told me that he had, he knew this really hot woman who had dreadlocks, and they were hanging out one time, and one of the dreadlocks like broke off, and it was just hollow because there had been like bugs living in it. Bugs living in it. That's fucking so gnarly. I that when you you reminded me of it earlier, I just felt disgusting. Listen, ugh. He said he still would it smash though. So.
0: Yikes. Nope. Sorry, I can't do it. I love you if you have dreads, but I yeah. Can't sleep of course. With you. Yep. Uh, Legally. Court ordered. Sorry. You wouldn't want it either. Uh, brother Chuck uh, then mysteriously disappeared after he got accosted in the bathroom. And uh, that, so they, they gag him, sort of. Right. With, like, a belt. Yeah. They and end up, besides just capturing him, you see them doing some nefarious things.
1: You, you would be able to hear him. Like, he's, like, kind of screaming-ish through, the, like, the belt. And you would... 100% be able to hear them. You do briefly for, like, one second, but then there's, like, thunder and lightning Well, the something.
0: things that I don't get is it's, like, this doesn't seem like a very large place, but the way it's filmed, it makes it seem like, well, there's two people on one side of the building, two people on the other, and two it's people the, inside. It's the biggest rest stop I've ever seen that's, like, not... like it, It'd be one thing if it's, like, at a national park or something like that, but it's just, like, a little side of the road. It's probably a suck joint. Well, then, that's what I was thinking, is those, those early uh, rest stops, there's a lot of weird gay sex happening there. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I just you were looking up the address. I was like, "Come on, MapQuest, <laughs> hook me up." Um. Well, so she she does like
1: briefly hear a scream, and then eventually she goes to um to check the bathrooms to see where he, where he's at. hmm And she finds his his uh his nuts. Yeah. And she like she's stepping on his nuts, and she finds him, and he's slumped over in like an awkward position. Right. And you're, like, so they're, like, being, like, okay, basically he's out uh, of conscious, like, he's just unconscious. And then he goes
0: missing, and then so does that other girl.
1: Well, she, well, he, like, flips around, sort of, and, like, opens his eyes, remember?
0: Yeah. He's but, just paralyzed. So he's, like, inside his own body, but he just can't move.
1: Yeah. See, that's, that's, that's something they should have focused on more, mm-hmm. or, like, explain more in this episode. Um... But yeah, yeah, we uh, we come back in and they find a hidden tunnel. Well, they also do the classic thing, like to go back a few minutes. They um, they do the classic thing of of splitting up. They're like you know, the four of them, they're like, all right, you two go find this some car for you know to pick us up. We'll go to this, and then they run in the woods and they split up too. The guy splits up with the with Vicky. The, the bitchy yeah. Vicky. Um. But then she ends up she has a little jump scare where she comes back and she's like This guy in this truck tried to run us over Which I thought was fairly interesting. But, but why? 'Cause it was Cause he had a clear shot and he could have run them over and like. Oh why two he second. didn't? Yeah, oh, no you know special.
0: He was a good dude. This this television show is not gonna have great production value. Come no. on. No, yeah, true. That's not why we watch these shows. Um
1: and oh, you know what the, one of the best parts of this whole era this whole segment was? What? Uh so uh Andy comes back, sees the brother all fucked up and tries to make a move on on the the girl.
0: Oh yeah, he's like goes to kiss her and she's like, "How could you think I could think about anything else?" And I'm like, mm, "As a dude, don't really stop thinking about it."
1: Yeah, it, and he has this great thing of being like, "Oh, I just thought yeah, uh yeah. <laughs> I I get, I guess.
0: Um, missed his
1: shot. But, I mean, but he, he plays, to be fair, he plays, you, I mean, you know what's going to happen the entire time, but he plays a nice job of, like, showing his
0: double-crossing double crossing side, side. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. Nothing like making a move while your your love interest's uh, brother is laying uh, comatose, like a vegetable.
0: His eyes are open.
1: I know, yeah. His eyes were open. That's what he. Maybe that was his thing. He wanted to. He's like, I like to watch.
0: Make the boy watch. Uh, so when they do find the hidden tunnel, um, they find the other girl, Vicky, who's been missing, and she's laying on a slab. And then they have a, a shot of Chuck fully shaved. Yeah. B- b- weird. Yeah. Well, they're using his hair. I thought that when
1: when they heard the screams coming from like where the, where the tunnel ended up being, I thought that it was like coming from like the little like. It was like a shithole. Like, you know, because it's like like in France or like some of those countries, they just have like a hole that you poop in. Sure. And there was the hole there. Like, they clearly had taken the toilet out. But I was like, no way. She <laughs> down in this shithole.
0: That'd be a much different episode for those fecal Um, But then she goes down
1: and she finds him. And it, it takes... She walks in that room and it takes her a while to see the body sitting in the middle of... The room wide open in the wide open, like, yeah, and she's like horrified. And
0: you know what happens? So, she Jerry O'Connell comes down, and we find out that he's the leader of a bunch of weird jetty people,
1: yeah, because and they're like, We're sick of you, like, basically, like city slickers judging us, yeah. They say, You have no use for us, but we have a use for you, you know, which is contradictory in my opinion. They're like, well, basically, the way he says it is kind of like, you guys look at us and see it like that we're like low-lifes, useless, and you're doing exactly that by killing uh, and stealing
0: from people. Well, the the dirty people are gross. They probably smell bad have bad hygiene. Like, if they're living out in the woods, they have dreadlocks. Yeah, it, it, that's all I can say. Sorry if you have dreadlocks as a listener, but this is... I'm not sorry, okay, well,
1: the trash man's here, baby um, just kidding, I support anyone uh doing it's it It's all fun, like. um but no, 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 uh yeah, so that's basically it is that she well,
0: the hippies uh so they cut off the dude's tattoo mm-hmm. off his arm, like they like do a circle of it, and they turn it into a like a little drum, yeah. for them to like play.
1: Like well, because, do you remember, that's a, that's a callback.
0: Yeah, it's a callback to earlier. When, when they...
1: he picks a drum up and it's, like, banging it in their face obnoxiously. Mm-hmm. Um, that scored points for me. So. And then it, there's another callback to when they cut her hair off because uh, the lady had come up and was like,
0: your hair is so soft. So they weave it into fabric.
1: Yeah. They also don't cut it all off. They still give her, like, you know, the actress was like, this is as much as I'm going to let you cut off my head.
0: It's so they do they they capture Amy Jo Johnson at the end. Uh, they stick a funnel down her throat, and the dude's like, "Here, I made this myself." And he pours this weird clear chemical that has like shit floating in it. It's Did so you...
1: disgusting. I don't know. I, I don't know what that. He's like, I made it with my own cum. Yeah, and fecal matter.
0: <laughs> um, so then, at the very end of the episode, after everyone's been killed and kidnapped, we see Jerry O'Connell walking on the road again. Yep. And he's getting ready to uh, to get his next uh, his next victims. Yeah. But my question is this: If somebody had stayed in the car, nobody would have. None of this would have happened, right? No, nope, nothing. Or like, do you think if they hadn't insulted the hippies that this wouldn't happen, or were they always doomed from the beginning?
1: I I, I honestly think I honestly think if they hadn't insulted the hippies,
0: so if so, like because
1: it's it's my theory because it starts out. They they actually pull over and pick up this guy. So they're nice. So they're nice. Or at least uh, one of them is. Yeah, exactly. And then so they get there, but then everyone else besides her is a bunch of douchebags to all the people when they get up there. Because they all go and, like, you know, instantly pick up their shit and throw it around and, you know, bang the drums, with, like, in their face. And, you know, oh, you can't afford this. So that's when things turn. So I think this was, if they had just given this guy a ride back, dropped him off used the shitter, and then gone. This episode would be one minute long. Um, So yeah, do uh, you have anything else you want to touch on before we do our creepy crawlers?
0: Creepy Creepy crawlers! crawlers. So do you want to do a rating for this one? Uh,
1: Yeah, let's do it. I I mean, my ratings are not very far off between both episodes, or both parts of the episode, so. Um, This one was very clear from the very beginning what was gonna happen. Like, really? Yeah. This was, I mean, just the the creepiness from the dude. That there's
0: going to be a bunch of hippies that turn him into quiz As soon as I
1: saw them and, and the way they were interacting and being, like, the typical, like, you know, bratty people versus, like, the common folk homeless kind of type. Like, I was like, all right, this is going to end well. And also, I mean, Henry Rollins tipped it from the beginning. What was his little bit that he said? He was like, they think they're going on, like, a the time of their lives but their time was actually running out or something like that. sounds like something he'd say. So I was like, okay, clearly this is not going to end well for these people and it was obvious they were just douchebags going to get killed but um so I didn't really get much enjoyment as far as like the actual storyline but I do I did love the 90s or like I guess like early 2000s uh, yeah. nostalgia to it. Totally. I mean, you get two songs that are both terrible. Mhm.
0: Um, and you get you know, you got a good dude in there and You got and a Jerry these. O'Connell, you got a Amy Joe Johnson. I love them from their other stuff. Yeah, so
1: this one from for me being uh because of those three things, like this one from being a four to a five point two five. Really? I would show this to someone, but it'd be very specific. That's why I didn't go five and a half, I went five point two five. Like it'd have to be someone I know who like actually um knew who Amy Joe Johnson was. Yeah. And and all these people. Yeah, and also like enjoyed the nostalgia factor of two things. But
0: like I liked the nostalgia factor. I like I liked those same actors. I liked that but the thing that I didn't see coming was that there was gonna be hippies that recycled people into like goods. Yeah. And I feel like that's something I've never seen that before. That's kind of cool.
1: I feel like Jamie Kennedy would have been really good uh, in this as one of the people, as one of the douchebags. Like the guy in the backseat. The
0: guy with the tattoo.
1: The guy in the backseat. Jamie Kennedy would it been perfect.
0: Yeah, he would have been. Um, but I don't know. I think because it's something I ha- we haven't seen before. Like we've seen so many things with like dolls or like, I don't know. Nightmares like we've seen so many tropes a million times before that it's kind of fun to see something new. No, no, absolutely. So I'm gonna give it a six point seven five.
1: Wow, Mm-hmm. very high. Mm. I thought we would have been uh, pretty close to each other there. It's not a seven. I'll tell you, definitely not a seven. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's awesome. That's a that's a great score, and I'm, and I'm glad you let you enjoy it that much.
0: So what we're gonna do is we'll take our first score, second score, find an average. Um, Roughly. Roughly. I'm not not doing serious math. No, it's all very loose. Um, But we'll take a short break, and when we come back, we'll hit part two called Afterlife. Afterlife. All right, so the second part of this uh, episode called Afterlife. This one stars uh, Randy Quaid. Yeah, the Quator. Yeah, as uh, you guys probably know from National Lampoon's Vacation. You know him from uh, Independence Day. Dude's um, done a, a million things.
1: Yeah, he's, he's got a, he's had a lifelong career of just being in a lot of stuff. He's a character actor. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? and he's one of those guys that, I mean, I don't know per se, but he seems like someone that knows what... His range is yeah, and just nails it. He sticks with his the the roles that really suit him. Yeah, he's not gonna go out there and try and do like a like suddenly. Well,
0: well this this one kind of is 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 more off tonally than I think most of his other stuff. Fair point. I didn't think about that. This is a uh, this is seeing him a little bit more reserved, not quite as like silly or or campy as mm-hmm. uh, he can sometimes be in other roles.
1: Yeah, he hmm. Very very good point. I think this is maybe... I didn't do you, dislike do you think him. This at... was, no, I didn't dislike him at all in this either, too. Uh, do you think this is like... Because is like 2001. This is like... You know, he's in the the middle of his career. You know, he's been on the scene for a long time. Uh, do you think this is like the his like shot at seeing like... If he could do what? something
0: like this? He's like, this is my... Uh, this is my registry or my entry for having my own television show. And didn't yeah. pull it off very well. No.
1: Ah, uh, ish. It's he, okay. Um, but yeah, this is the second part of our episode. Like John said, it's called Afterlife. Uh, and it opens up to these two guys who are, I guess are Paul, not Paul Bearers, um, funeral Morticians. Pa- morticians? Uh. Morticians. Uh, no, no, not morticians. Um, like the funeral Undertaker. Undertakers. My, you know what? My grandfather on my dad's said, uh, was an undertaker. Really? Yeah. My, my dad, for the first, like, 10 years of his life, lived in a funeral home.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like that's such a fun place. Not, like, for real fun, but, like, a fun place to have, like, something scary happen.
1: Yeah. Like, have oh, a yeah. seance I a... i I've driven by his house before. I always wanted, to, like... He's not lived there for 60 years, 70 years, something like that, but...
0: So it's an old, haunted, retired one? I don't know. But you know you, what happens when you
1: walk in there? What? My grandfather's coming off the top row as The Undertaker, taking you out.
0: Oh, my God. Clothesline jumps on. Yeah, I was going to say. It a, a puts tombstone. me in a chokehold. Tombstone.
1: Wait, was that him?
0: I don't know. I only watched WWF. I didn't watch the WWE or whatever. That no, was.
1: I only watched WWF, too. Mm-hmm. Was it the
0: Tombstone? The early wrestling the best wrestling. Yeah, when people would get, like, paralyzed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just like this episode. Yeah. I was making a reference. All right, so... These two undertakers are talking above dead Randy Quaid's body, and they do the thing that I fucking hate in movies, which is where people close someone's eyes with their open hand. Yeah. It kills me. Nope. You know what pisses me off even more than that? It's when somebody puts something in their hand and then closes their fingers over on top of it. Ugh. That drives me fucking ballistic. I can't stand that shit.
1: And what also sucked about this opening scene is they're like, Aren't you supposed to sew the eyes shut? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but they keep popping open. I'm like, that's why you sew them shut, you fucking... Also, that's something you should probably look into. Well,
0: or if your eyes are just opening naturally due to rigor mortis or whatever the hell is doing it, who cares? Like you said, it's a closed casket. Like, what's the point of dressing him up and making him look all fancy if he's yeah. just gonna be rotting in a box? Yeah, um,
1: it, it reminded me that initial few minute, minutes or so reminded me of a short story that I read by Stephen King, where um, he the the main character is playing golf and he gets bit by like, a rare snake or something like that, mm-hmm. and he gets this thing where it appears like he's dead, but he he's like still oh like oh he basically is laying on the slab and. Uh, In the hospital, dead.
0: Didn't we do one, uh, Tales from the Crypt, like that, where somebody was, like, first person about who thought that they were dead? Yes, we did. And it was actually that they were paralyzed the whole time.
1: Yeah. And then the Stephen King, uh, just to bring it up again, but then Stephen King, one, the reason uh, they don't actually, like, kill him, or, like, pronounce him dead, is that he gets a boner when the the nurse is looking at his circumcision scar.
0: That's hella funny. Yeah. A boner saved my life. Yeah. Hey. Hey, it's happened a couple times. I'm, I'm like, where's this snake at? I want to go <laughs> and get fucking nurse nurse on my... Uh... Sir, it appears you've stung yourself several times around yeah. the thigh and balls. It's
1: all in the penis. It's so not, where all
0: the venom goes. It's
1: still not any larger. Okay, okay.
0: So the people close his eyes. Uh, they're having a closed casket funeral. And at the funeral, the mom gets up, who's his, uh, the wife, the, I guess the widow... And also the daughter, and they both uh, say some words uh, during the funeral. The daughter really sells it. Yeah. Oh, Actually, the mom
1: starts out with when she's like, Yeah, things
0: weren't great always. <laughs> like, I'm like, you, you, you never start with that. Well, also, it's contradictory to later in the episode. She's like, You know, I really realized how much I loved you. And it's like, Well, your fucking funeral uh, speech sucked.
1: Um,. And yeah, and she's like, "I'm obviously not good at this," and we're like, "Yeah, of course you're not. No one's good at uh, dealing with death. Dealing with like their f- husband or father's death, and then uh, the daughter. The daughter actually is very emotional. She like, I mean, she's sniffling
0: a lot. Well, the actress, yeah, you're right. I, it's these things I didn't think about when I'm watching, but I guess looking back in hindsight, you're like, yeah, the doctor. She, like, they were both bringing it. Both oh, the actors." Yeah, um,
1: and she talks about uh, she she reads a quote from uh, Wuthering Heights. Yes, Wuthering I've never... Heights. Never.
0: Oh yeah, it's like a famous book. Is that like one of the ones like they make you read in high school? Yeah. Uh, it's like about like rich people and society and stuff. It's like hella of boring.
1: Wow, yeah, that's weird. I don't. I wouldn't associate that with Randy Quaid. Maybe that was like his like dream. Really? Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah, but she sniffles a ton, and then. As she's like finishing up this passage, the casket starts shaking. The casket starts like jumping all around. Like, I'm trying to think of my brain. I'm like, how would, how much force would you have to do? To, like... You would
0: have to be flopping around like a fucking like dolphin to yeah. like knock that thing off. And then
1: he doesn't even realize that uh, he's like cr- crawling out of a, out of casket. his coffin, yeah. a casket. And you're like, wait. You, so you wake up and you see this thing above you and your first instinct is just like start punching Push. it and, yeah. and flopping around and then it takes you a minute and a half to recognize that like, oh,
0: I've been in a casket. And then he doesn't say anything or acknowledge that it's even weird.
1: Yeah, it's like he it's like he got drunk and like fell asleep in a weird spot and then woke up and like still is kind of drunk and <laughs> just...
0: Eh, whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, I kept on thinking the entire time through this episode that the... It was going to be like sort of like sabotage. Like the daughter
0: or the wife had like... Killed him? Tried to poison or kill him. You know? That would have been a fun way to go. Yeah. Uh, what they do, though, instead of that is... Uh, they blame the doctors. They blame the doctors. Yeah, they're like, okay, well, the daughter thinks that she did it because she prayed to God for it. And this is like a religious family or whatever. Um, Wouldn't he be dra- brain dead? Oh, well, that's the thing. They go to the doctor and the doctor's like, what happened was you must have had a heart attack... And then your heart stopped, and they pronounced you dead. And then after you were pronounced dead, then your heart miraculously started beating again. But you were in a coma, so you couldn't say or do anything. But and then you snapped out of your coma just in time.
1: But, but like, it, okay, once your heart stops and oxygen <laughs> and, and stops going to How your does brain, it, start again? It, it it once it, it's like I think it takes just a couple minutes for your brain damage to start setting in when. When your heart stops, right, and if for that to be long enough, like I don't know how long it is for when people t- to actually pronounce someone dead, but it's not just like a couple minutes.
0: Well, maybe that is what happened because there's some fishy things going on with uh, him being alive because he doesn't really act like his old self either. At least I don't think so. I think. And how
1: many days are we led to believe that he's been
0: um, presumed dead? Oh, I would. S- oof. I mean, maybe they pronounced him dead, and then they put him through there in maybe two days' time. Wow! I mean, wouldn't you still be pissing and shitting? Like,
1: I was that. I wrote that down. I'm like, imagine that poop. When, <laughs> that's why like when he gets out of like the 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 casket, uh, he's just like, oh, where's God, the bathroom, yeah. bro? <laughs> he probably pooped his pants. Probably.
0: Um. But yeah, they uh, they, they get they, him home. Yeah. They and, start hanging out with him, and he starts acting hella weird. Um. They he like his wife's like, hey, you know, it made me realize how much I loved you and I didn't want to be leaving you, so, like, let's try again.
1: Yeah, she talks about, like, the everyone has that fantasy of dying. And hearing what people would say what about people them. people would say about you, and she's like, and you got that, so I think she so, was jealous. That's when I started being like, okay, it's something suspicious, but even then it doesn't, you know, end up, uh, there's no force to do it.
0: Well, she, she says something about wanting to stay with him and love him, and then he says something about her looking like a rotting, like, seeing her face flesh rot off of her face. She's way out of his league, by the
1: way. So, of course. Quater better have a fucking Did you see him
0: like with his shirt off? In I the wrote bathrobe? that down.
1: Okay. Oh I I said I wrote right before that thing, I said Quater better have a hog and then comma. Oh and that body when
0: he turns around. <laughs> oh yeah, with the towel. Yeah. You're like, you know, first of all, he's probably dieted for a week and then is sucking it in. Oh yeah. So like just wrap that's your mind around that. That's the
1: best that. he's ever looked in his entire life. Um, so then, yeah, she comes up. She tells him that they're making uh, dinner for him because they're so happy that he's back and that she wants to work on it and make this relationship happen again. And then they have the fucking goofiest meal. Did you write down what they had? What the food was? No. Yeah. Did you? I wrote down everything I could tell. So at first I wrote down that it, that is a... He has a personal huge plate of spaghetti.
0: Oh, actually I did write something
1: down of the food. And then go he ahead. has uh so he's spaghetti with cheese on top, there's three salads,
0: there's two rotisserie chickens, there's a pie. The there's, pie has no pan. There's it's just a pie sitting there's no plate either. It's a pie sitting on, on the, the table. table. Yeah. Uh and I was like, that's irresponsible.
1: There's a stick of butter, a giant stick of butter, there's wine, and it looks like there's eggplant parmesan as well. Or like some sort of eggplant, mini- and we're led meal. to believe that the daughter cooked this whole meal. Well, she said that's all your favorite foods. Okay, that—that's why, yeah. And she again, and she made it in one afternoon. No big deal. On the way back from when we were gonna bury you, uh, we picked up a, 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 a Italian family's weeks worth of food.
0: Well, then also, it's—it's. It's, I thought it was hysterical that. She's like, yeah, I made it all for you myself. And he's like, tastes like dirt. Tastes like dirt. Like, he's <laughs> talking like... shit about, like, even if it didn't taste like dirt, by saying that, like, you know you're hurting somebody's feelings. Also, you know what dirt tastes like. Well, he's just, yeah. <laughs> Do you think it'd be funny if this was actually him from, like,
1: the Vacation series? But, like, a decade later, they like, tried, like,
0: tried to, like, get work things together. out.
1: Like, broke up with the other people. And then uh, it upgraded to, like, a blue-collar family.
0: That'd be great if it's, like, the same character. I, figure what the, I forget what his character's name is in uh, Vacation, but... Yeah, that'd be great. Quaid. All right, so the daughter's like, okay, this is fucked up. The wife's like, okay, this is fucked up. And then Randy Quaid starts uh, cutting up magazines. And I was like, oh, it looks like he's making a vision board or some shit like that.
1: I thought he was... Okay, so when when he first ate the spaghetti, I thought he's going to be
0: a vampire. Well, I think that there's, like, specific... Things to throw you off the scent. Because like, of the garlic. Well, he acts, ooh. Well, that's the thing. They, they keep doing things that I think are supposed to make him seem like a monster or a vampire yeah, cause, cause she's or like, a zombie. Is it
1: good, Dad? Like, I, d- is there too much garlic in it? And that's when he's like, oh, it tastes like dirt. And he, like, spits it out twice. They and I were was like, specifically. I was like, oh, that's why he didn't die. And they had these weird things where he had, like, blood on his wrists and stuff like well, that. Well, he
0: cut, he cut his hand with paper. He got a paper cut from making this little collage. And then later on, he starts, like, tripping out and picking at it like it was, like, some serious wound or something. But it's all uh, its all to mislead you to think that there's something supernatural going on with him.
1: Yeah, and then that's when I wrote down, like, okay, he wants to die again when he starts talking about, like...
0: He shows he's like this is what the afterlife is like. This is what I'm missing. And it's like a scene of like a scenic waterfall
1: and everything's got this glow to it. The yeah. colors are vibrant. Mhm. Mhm. And he does a great job of uh, scissoring out this picture by the way. It's oh, yeah. like perfectly
0: done. It is perfectly done. He's done this a couple times. Yeah. He's like writing uh hostage letters and Nothing shit. Nothing like
1: doing that in front of your sleeping daughter, too, on the couch. Just being like, ah, I'm just gonna do this insane this thing. This is the
0: place where I want to be instead of next to you.
1: Yeah. Um, and so I, 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 that's when I first wrote, he's gonna kill her and take her up there because he talks about, she talks about how she wanted to be with him, and he's like, well, we can be in this perfect place together. together.
0: That that's, that he's like, that's the reason why I was brought back to life, so that we have can- a hole in the story. What's what's going,
1: what's what's go based on that they're Christians, right? Uh, if he's going to kill her and himself at the mm-hmm. same time, she's going to go to heaven and he's going to go to hell because suicide is a sin according to Catholicism.
0: That's a great point. Yeah. That's a flaw in his logic Huge. for sure. Yep, That's but why I kept on thinking what was going to happen was going to be like, Oh, he's, like, on his way down. But, 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 is that it's not a traditional heaven. He said there's no angels or Jesus. All he saw was, like, this one place. It's, like, a truly just, an afterlife. Yeah. It's not well, a, it's not a I heaven. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. That's a, that'd be cool. I mean, like, he says it's, like, it's complete peace. It's, like, you just feel like everything's great. and. I don't think I'd like that, actually. <laughs> too unfamiliar? It'd
1: just be too unfamiliar. I'd just be, like, where's the fun? Like, because it's just going to be, like listening to music on level 10 the entire time sometimes a little soft music
0: i know but you can listen to soft music on 10 no but i mean like little quiet music i mean it's completely at peace it's whatever you can want it to be like my personal heaven would just have like tons of in and out burgers i don't so
1: you thought because i'm getting a little hungry i have to eat later i was like when you first talk about like just a, a, your place of peace i was like yeah, that sounds pretty good, some burgers.
0: Well, that was my dream. Like, you know how Scrooge McDuck jumps into a giant pile of money and swims in it? Yeah. I thought about that for burgers when I was a little kid, and I was just oh. wish that there was like a bunch of McDonald's cheeseburgers falling apart as I swim through them and eat them, hold my mm. breath, and then let them fill my lungs. These God. are hamburgers I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like, I'll pinch your, I'll hold your breath. And You'll pinch tree. my fat double chin. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So after he pretty much is like, okay, this is where we go when we die, and I'm going to take you with me. He takes his daughter up to the roof of some building. He basically is like, as your father, it's my duty to kill you. Yeah. He takes it upon himself to uh, take her up right on the edge. We He's... have to die so we can live. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I was like, all right, Quator.
0: Really trying to sell it on there. Laying it on thick, um, and he uh, is about to take her off, and then the mom runs up. Daughter runs the mom's arms, and then he's just like, all right, fuck it, and he does like a back leap off the building.
1: It yeah. reminds me of, I was thinking about it today when I was playing, because um, I started playing Mario Odyssey, is how you get a higher jump when you jump backwards. That's true. And that's what it reminded me of. I was like, wait, what is this?
0: Ah, yes. Okay, like Randy Quaid must have played a lot of Mario.
1: Yeah. And I, I just, um, no, I guess you kind of made my point a little invalid before about the the afterlife and suicide and all that, but well, he, he looks fine for a guy that fell like five like five five uh, flights down. So
0: he jumps off and then later he's in the same thing with the two undertakers and one the undertaker once is undertaker two he's like, wow he was really a blood bag when you brought him in here but you fixed him up nice.
1: Yeah, th- these are the, the the younger one is like, he's, learning, le- the he he's learning the ropes he doesn't know what it's like yeah. to
0: be an undertaker quiet yet he's no. not ready for his first rodeo. He, yeah, he he's, but
1: he's full of questions and quips too though. <laughs> like he's one of those guys that like probably just graduated from like undertaker school and things He's like, just he's trying just to like, suck this dude's dick exactly, and like yeah. get ahead in mm-hmm. his courses. Yep. He's like a business student or something like that. He's mm-hmm. like, But I have my undertaker degree. <laughs> Look at this guy, fucking blood bag. But he still has respect for the undertaker too.
0: Yeah, he does. Uh so he can't can't talk him too much. Um but then as uh what happens is Just like the last time, his eyes are popping open, but his eyes were popping open last time because he was in a coma. Yeah. And this time, he's dead, but his eyes are still opening because of rigor mortis, I guess? I don't know. And uh, the camera pans up, and you see that there's a stained glass window with uh, the same picture that he had uh, cut out with magazines. And you're like, oh, check that out. And I guess what we're led to believe is that he... Was t- he thought he was in heaven, but he was still in his coma, and he like somehow mistook looking through this window to think that that was heaven, so the whole time he was so sure that he was going to be cool and taken care of and not die, but he actually did die, oh. I didn't even look that deep into it. Really? Yeah. That's the whole thing. He's like, this is what heaven was. It was total peace, and it was bright and shining, and the colors were vibrant. Oh, yeah. He's talking about that uh, stained glass window, buddy. Yeah, no, no, I got you, I got you, I got you. That's, uh, yeah. It's ironic.
1: I've watched that three times, and I didn't pick up, like... My... Really? Well, I I just, I didn't think it was that clever. I didn't think the show was is that clever enough.
0: Oh, really? I thought that that it was. this is one of the more clever episodes as a result of that. Wow. wow. Yeah. We
1: had I mean I guess the Iceman coming through but uh You're too distracted. Do you remember what, do you remember what uh, did did he write down what Henry Rollins said at the end of this one?
0: Oh, he's like sometimes faith uh you know is good to have, but sometimes having too much is not good. Yeah. It's like some stupid shit like that. It's it's again uh him trying as hard as he can to be you know, Rod Serling. Do you think well, I think he's
1: I think he's like going for like the opposite of that. Because Rod Serling always had like long-winded kind of, you know, not long-winded, but like much longer rants, uh-huh. and he was very kind of calm about it. He was always, I thought, that was so cool about um, Twilight Zone is so, that like he, so you would, think- he would deliver the these opening things, the setups of the episode, in this that same kind of monotone voice. And you think he's trying to be
0: perceived as angry?
1: I think he's tr- absolutely really, uh, absolutely. He comes in there, he's flexing so hard, <laughs> and he just does like one thing. It's like, "Fuck you, buddy! Watch this shit." Yeah. Whereas Rod, you know, Rod Stewart would come in and be like, "Picture, if you will, this thing, blah 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 blah
0: blah blah blah." Randy yeah. <laughs> 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 Rollins is like, "All right, you're a little bitch, and you yeah. can't hang with me." Yeah. You,
1: well, you want to take a
0: shit? You don't have any toilet paper. <laughs> Listen to Black Flag. Yeah.
1: This is part of my probation.
0: Oh God, that would be so funny! It's court ordered to host a bad show.
1: They, they they cut down. He's got like an ankle bracelet on. <laughs> it's just in his in his uh, his apartment or house. It can barely fit around his muscular ankles. Yeah. No, he stuffed it. No,
0: uh, all right. Um, but yeah. So let's do our.
1: <sighs>
0: all right. And uh, do you want to go first again? No, you go first this time. Okay. Um. So I. The first on my first watch of this, when I was just sitting back and trying to like get some uh, episodes for us to talk about this month, um, I saw this one and I really liked it. I liked that the fact that it was like all a miscommunication and like, his, he was so sure that it was gonna go to heaven, but he didn't even go to heaven the first time. That it was all in his own head, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. That's um, such a great little twist. I don't know what you, what you'll have to say about it. Not having, I guess, expected that or or being on the same page as I was, but I liked it. And uh, I guess I would say I liked it better than the first one. Yeah. Um, so I would give it maybe a 7.25. So if I was to take 7.25 and average it with 6.75, I guess I'll give it a I it just up. under 7. I'll give it just under 7. I'll give it 6.95.
1: You said 7.25? Mm-hmm. Divided by... This is what people love. They love the math. Uh, Where's the divide button? I can just type it in, actually. Divided by 6.25?
0: Mm-hmm. 6.75. Error. All right. Well, it doesn't matter. 1.074. I'll give it a 6.95, okay? 6.95. 6.95, okay.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah, so this one was definitely better than the previous one. I think this one had a little more um, mystery. You know, I'm sorry. I got to give a seven.
0: (laughs) Just a seven? A seven. Okay. (laughs) Because I liked the first one. It was stupid, but I liked both of the episodes. They were both dumb, but I liked them both. They
1: were both dumb. Uh, They were different, very, very different uh, feelings to them. Uh, I I think I liked how this one, for me, particularly, was a little... um, there was a little more like, oh, what's gonna happen? Because like you know, like in the first episode, you know everything it, like they're gonna get killed, and I liked the uh, the the fact that uh, Randy Quaid was in it, and he d- does a decent job. He he is actually plays like this kind of like like someone that you could see being like delusional, like maybe some dementia from the blood loss for being basically dead for two days. Uh, the the daughter does a great job. The wife does a great job. All three of them are fantastic. Um, that being said, um, would I show this to someone else? Yeah. Just if they liked, if there was someone like our age who, you know, grew up with Randy Quaid and all that, I'm going to have to give this one, uh, 625
0: so without going back and checking our scores, did you like this one better than the last one about the doghouse and then the dude who was his own baby? Um, Remember?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think which one I liked better.
0: Stephen Baldwin. No, I liked
1: the last one better. You liked Stephen Baldwin. I the just dogs? think it. I just think it'd be more. It's more fun. Like Quaid's great and all, but but Baldwin's such a dumbass idiot that it's more. It is more It's fun. more fun and watchable. That's usually what I, be, like, like the base of my score Randy is. Quaid was
0: too serious. Yeah. If he had had a little comical moment here and there, I think he would have shined. Give him, like, a little redneck accent. Yeah. Or give him a real redneck. Or just, <laughs> just he's got some overalls on in his uh, funeral. He's it, reprising his same role from Independence Day. Yeah.
1: He's driving up. That's how he actually, wouldn't that be great if this actually died? <laughs> it's like flying
0: his airplane on the wrong crop yeah. field. And this was his, uh, what do they call it, purgatory? Yeah. This is him. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, could mm-hmm. be. Maybe we're all there right now.
1: I actually was thinking that, too, um, as like you, they got the kind of the reveal, I was like... Every oh, time I watch an episode of Night
0: Visions, I feel like I'm in purgatory. Yeah,
1: God. But, yeah, that, uh, that's going to do it for that part of the episode, our creepy callers. But, yeah, what uh, do you know what we're doing for our, la- what's that, our last one for the month? Yeah, why don't you
0: choose the next one?
1: Okay. Oh yeah, I'll look that up um, tonight. Like I'm not, I'm not doing anything besides ordering some food after we uh, leave the studio.
0: Yeah, we got one more episode this month. Oh. Let's go out with a bang. Let's uh, let you pick it.
1: Okay. Do we want to do bang isn't like good or bang isn't terribly bad?
0: I mean, it's really your choice. There's a, I think, well, there's only one season, so we can draw from whatever we want to. That's just keep in mind. Sounds like our love life. Hey now. Bang isn't good or just terribly bad. Oh, I think... one's a
1: lot easier than the other.
0: When I when you said it was just like our sex life, I thought you were gonna say that it only has one season. <laughs>
1: oh, I didn't even make it the whole way. Yeah, it was canned. Um, and then JJ Abrams took it over, so it got worse. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's see. We're gonna do. Do we have one one more Night Visions? Yep. For and then... Night,
0: Night Visions November.
1: November. That was okay. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm um, excited about that. And then we're going to do, uh, Christmas and Hanukkah and even Kwanzaa, um,
0: themed. I can't wait for this year's Kwanzaa. It's going to be so great. Yeah. I used to have a little game. I have a, I have an advent calendar for the coming of Kwanzaa. Really? Yeah. You know, it's in there instead of chocolate. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we should say this on there. All right. never mind. Uh, so yeah thanks for listening we want to say what's up to all the shorties and spookies out there Alameda dads moms um, thank you for all the 22 sh- episodes 22 different anthology shows that we worship and talk about
1: yeah um, let's get wh- who's a random guest that we can give a
0: shout out to this week a, r- a previous guest um, give a shout out to my friend Baron Von Barf yeah let's get who a I'm gonna Baron go camping Marf. with tomorrow
1: yeah that's perfect
0: alright what's up BBB all right, and uh, we'll, uh, I'll uh, let you know how that was hanging oh, out with him. you know what song you should play on the way out? What's that?
1: Uh, that Wilco song. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. no, no, do the Rob Zombie one.
0: Uh, they're both bad. All right, well, then just do... Um... No, I'll do one of them.
1: Okay, yeah. Okay. I can't wait for them to sue us.
0: All right, well, if you are listening, then you're hearing it right now. So All right. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. I'm If you're interested in obscure and little-seen sci-fi television, you might enjoy our podcast, Continuum Drag. We're a recap and review podcast watching science fiction TV and TV movies from the 60s to now. We've covered Galactica 1980, Almost Human, The Quester Tapes, Space Above and Beyond, Genesis 2, Tech War, Planet of the Apes, and many more. You can get Continuum Drag wherever you get podcasts.